Welcome back to another season of So What Pays Me On Bid with Casey, Kiki, and Shan. We still here, adulting per usual, adding on to our 17th book, okay? This season we'll be reading Children of Blood and Bone, Legacy of Orisha by Tomi Ademi. I want to say that's her last name. If I mess it up, I apologize, girl. But... She is a Nigerian writer and creative coach. The Orishas have a past and people are trying to cover up their powers and their magic. So just do us a favor, subscribe and follow along. We usually record on stereo app. You have to download it, make yourself a platform where you have your own profile and join our live every two weeks. We discuss some chapters, some adulting, and we have fun on there. You can talk to us live on the app, on Stereo app, and read along, okay? I check all my work emails right when I'm leaving. Mm. That sounds about right. I just don't like the fact that <laughs> y'all expect me to talk to multiple people at every goddamn hour of the day, except for oh. my lunch. And then y'all want me to turn around and answer an agent's email? Absolutely not. It's not happening. Yeah. Like I am one person. Mm-mm. They don't care. <laughs> it's like even this late this late um shift week is so unnecessary and dumb mm-hmm. and they don't even take into consideration people choose the schedules they choose for reasons that work for their lifestyle when right. i gotta work when i gotta work late like this it's like i gotta cook in between of working yeah All right, so let me start this rice. Yeah, Kiki in here. Well, actually, a listener. And she came in later. Oh. Yeah. You can take me after a good day. I wouldn't be going through this mess. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh, they can hear us. Okay, front over, Kobe. Let's go. Front is over. Okay, she's still doing with Kobe. So, um, this is gonna be a a long episode. (laughs) Right. Let me practice it now. Um, we are basically reading a movie. We are reading a script. So, um. It's a lot that needs to be talked about. My name is Shan, that is Casey, and there's Kiki. So basically, we're reading Children of Blood and Bone. This is a book club podcast. And every two weeks, we come in here and we discuss it. Um, no one has read this book before in here. So this is all of our first time reading this book. It is very much involved. Um, very much fantasy uh african spiritual ish things going on and you have to get to know the characters you have to get to know 
the creatures and what the hell they talking about while you read because if you don't really connect with what's going on and who's doing what you're going to be confused um let me see let's see is kiki done kiki I didn't, I didn't realize I was on mute. I put you on mute because you were dealing with Kobe. Oh. But I was saying that um, Kiki is confused. <laughs> Not too so, um, so, I don't know who's who, what's going on. Casey found out that it's on um, Audible. Yeah. Uh, so Kiki, I guess was trying to follow it on audible and she was confused yeah i don't know no. i don't know how fast they're going through it on there because i haven't mm-hmm. seen it on there so i can't tell you where they at if you go through it that way but follow along in the book it's pretty straightforward of where they are you just have to know who's is who with the characters but one thing that she does do that's pretty good she explains who is what name and how they're involved right when she introduces them so you're not lost yeah um but before we get into that uh even though the news doesn't want to say the u.s government is in world war three with um right now meanwhile we're just going to work man because somebody got to fight the war yeah we in a war right now they acting like ain't shit going on um lord have mercy right what you say i said that sounds about right yeah and then on top of that basically all the states trying to make it illegal for you to be homeless. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I, I think about how people are living and all the immigrants that are coming through the open border get housing, food, money. And we just trying to figure out what bill we trying to move around to be able to do what we got to do. So it's, it's giving very much ghetto. Um, a lot of people are getting back quarters on their taxes, and most of our tax-paying dollars are not going to shit that we need. It's nope. going to whatever the fuck this old grandpa blind-ass man of a president wants to put it towards. And so, yeah, we just out here, you know, slaving and reading. Hold on, we got a message. Oh my goodness, I haven't seen you in forever. Yes! What's up? Shin! Hey girl, hey. I just want to say hi to the panel. I'm sorry, I haven't seen her in forever. Like, she was here from the get, okay? Like, we was in this from the get. Oh my goodness, hey girl. Um, Castee and Keekla. Um, shout out to the listeners, shout out to uh, the panel. I hope I said y'all's names right. Um, of course, she gets it pod. Ah, 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 ah. 
I'm in here for the book club. All right. Reading is growing. We can't be idiots out here. (laughs) But that is uh, Casey in the middle. Um, And that is Kiki. And so we are three friends in real life through work. And now we just, we just fam. Okay. And we decided to not be one of the ignorant humans out here not having time to read a book. So we've been doing this book club bi-weekly because we all have different lives. And the book that we're reading right now is Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy. I can't remember her last name right now. But she's a Nigerian author. And we chose to pick one of her books and read it. So that's what we're discussing for this episode. So we're discussing... um, chapters one through five i'm gonna get my notes and i'm gonna just dive into this thing because i felt like i was in school trying to research what i needed to research no man what well maybe that's what i should have did after chapter one what research like take notes girl i thought you was taking notes but i thought that chapter one when casey said that it was on audible Oh. What made you? But so that made you stop taking notes, though. Right. Well, it it made me like stop actually reading and like listen. Oh. <laughs> oh, and you see my other. Um, I was like, oh, okay. I can always just listen real quick. <laughs> no, I had it at the desk. Oh, God. oh here it is. I got it. She was right. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize on the, you're right. Sorry, Anya. You were right. Oh. Ooh, the one that came out of my vagina first. Who was right? Um, okay, let me set 20 minutes for my rice. Timer. Do not let y'all rice burn. Okay? It's on 20 minutes. I'm gonna cover it. We're having Spanish rice. Oh, hold on, let me add some water. I'm coming, you guys. I'm coming. Take your time. Take your time. Right. I'm going in my podcast room to record. Do not make no a whole bunch of noise. And Anya, listen for that timer on the stove. Even though I don't trust her. Okay. All right, so in this goddamn book, we just gonna go through. I'll do um chapter one and two, and if y'all need me to stop, just tell me to stop. Or if I'm missing something, tell me I'm missing something. All right. Okay. So, um, children of blood and bone. We are discussing one through twelve. So, chapter one is called will title Zilly. And basically, someone's mom died is how I took it, right? Right. Because somebody's mom died because of some king. Whose mom? Zelly's mom, right? And that's what we find out in chapter one. And Mama Agba is basically a woman that trains girls to defend themselves. And they graduate once they learned everything they need to learn 
to be able to defend themselves. But the girls that they're tra- that she's training are called diviners, which are descendants from Orishas who have uh, magic powers. And then there's some girls in there who are called what's the other word? Well, the Viners are the Magi. So they're the children of the Magi who have been um, who received the gifts from the gods, the Orishas of magic. Okay, so, yes. So they're the only ones that could do magic and they have white hair, dark skin and um, do they have light eyes? I, I can't remember that part. I remember the white skin, but it was in my mind. I was imagining Storm. I was imagining them all looking like Storm or dark skin. And, well, and, yeah. And... yeah, they all had dark skin. So yeah, basically, they all look like Storm, basically. Okay, and um, she was basically having a face off with Mama Agba, so um, Zelly can graduate. Clearly, they were having a Zelly was having a pride issue because someone in there and the group was talking shit. And so she was basically like, you need a bow. And she didn't want to bow. So eventually she bowed down before they started to battle. So both of them had staffs to battle with and the other girls called a custodian, which is um, what Yemi is. And that's the one that was talking shit. Yemi so, was battling. She wasn't, so who was she battling? She was battling. No, she was. She got into a fight with? Yeah. Like physically fighting? Yeah. No, they were fighting with staffs. Like, that's how they graduate. Are you following, Kiki? Are you lost? I'm following. Okay. Um, So when Zelly was about to win... Bissy, which is another diviner, comes and tells Mama that they are coming. Who the fuck is they? Was in my mind at that point. And um, the girls rushed and they acted like they weren't, they were not training because they're not supposed to be training. Um, but so they started pulling out like sewing machines and mannequins. So the guards that were coming um, wouldn't see that they were training to defend themselves or battle. So the guards show up and basically they're soldiers that was working for a king, Saran. And um, basically it was like a fucking shakedown. It's like when the mobsters come into stores to collect in the community, you need to pay up. And so um, they they told Mama Agba that she has the maggots, that's what they call the diviners, as workers and the rates went up. So the king is basically telling their guards to go to her and basically get more money because the rates went up because he just want more money. So Zelly, she got a little ego and a little pride. She didn't appreciate how they was pushing up on Mama Agba about the rate going up. So she said something to them and she stood up and uh, Mama Agba rushed and uh, she said, here, take it all. So she basically gave the guards all their money that she had and um what else happened zelly noticed one of the soldiers had a weapon that was made of magnite which is basically a metal that is used to hurt magical people so they know that the diviners have the ability 
to um, do magic, but they have to have certain artifacts in order to do magic. And no. so af after um, the soldiers left, Zelly tries to explain that she was trying to protect them and um, was basically like, what's the point of you training us if we can't fight back? No, so that's not what the, the magic is. So d during the raids, that was the day that all magic was lost. Right. So when the king came into power, that was the day that all magic was lost. They didn't need like any artifacts or anything to do magic. They could just do magic on their own. But on that day, they lost their magic. And that's when the 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 no mag the non-magical people will say muggles for like Harry Potter references came into power. They were able to defeat the magical people, the magis, and murder and kill most of them and go into power. That's why they call them maggots and that's why they're like on a lower level. So think of like, think of, if you watch Harry Potter, think of Harry Potter, um, how the, how they're, how the witches and wizards are hiding from muggles because they don't want conflict with the muggles because the muggles started the witch hunt like the, like in and stuff like that. So it's pretty much the same thing, but in in, in Africa. Okay. See, yeah, I didn't watch Harry Potter, so I couldn't use that as a reference. Yeah. But I, I, I just knew they were looked down upon. Like, they were well, like they, lower people. Well, they looked down on it because they had magic. Like, right. and you know how, like, regular-ass humans are, like, we, we jealous as fuck. So, like, when people aren't, like, so when people aren't like us, we be mad. True. Mm -hmm. Um. So basically, um. After like Zelly was pissed off about them coming up in in Mama Agba not letting her stand up to them, she basically was like, "Why do they hate us?" And she was like, "They don't hate us, but hate what you were meant to become." Meaning are and your ability is what they hate that you have. And so um, Agua told Zelly to stay back for her lashing off of what she did. So she, she thought that she was in trouble, but she was really giving her a carved iron staff um, for her graduating because she said she earned it for her graduation. Um, in, the, in the book, it also said that Agba is also known as a custodian which is the Orishan, but she cannot do magic. So before the raid, the gods chose who was born a diviner and who wasn't. And then Zeli's older brother, Tazin, Tazane, shows up and he comes into the tent. And he basically mad and pissed off. And he was like, it's Baba. And then that's when that chapter ends. In the next chapter, we find out that that's their dad. So any questions about one? That's what happened in one. Nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Um, what I wish is if she had, because I looked at the back of the book, I said there's no like breakdown for like the words and what they mean. You have to catch it as you're reading. I wish she had that because then I feel like that would have gave you more clarity on who is what and why are they feeling a, a certain type of way? 
but you just have to follow along in the book and that's why you can easily get lost while you're reading if you're not understanding the name of the character um chapter two zelly and her brother um basically fly across um the floating city of erowin is that what it is can you hear me yeah i hear you now okay hey. what did you got here um, you. Who, Kiki? Yeah, she need to put her phone on mute. Oh, it is on mute. She on mute. Yeah, she on mute now. Okay. So, basically, Wait, um, to... what do you hear? We heard, I heard echoing. I heard echoing. I heard it was something, sound like you was trying to get comfortable. Oh. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, chapter two, I'm going to keep going. So, chapter two, um, Zelly and her brother basically fly across um, the floating city of Elorian, um, because they're arguing on um, basically why did she leave her dad to come battle? Because her brother basically thinks it's pointless on her coming to battle, and she felt like he felt like she should have stayed with their dad because their dad is in trouble. So they arguing um, back and forth while they're trying to get to their dad. So Zelly sees that her dad is in the water past the floating city. Um, basically, he out the boat, just in the water, drowning, and he need help. So her brother goes down into the water and pulls out her dad, and Baba said that he was trying to fish to make money for the increased taxes that the guards are saying that they have to pay for the diviners. <coughs> um, he almost drowned in the process. So their dad is basically weak. In the book, they said that her, that her dad is basically weak, and I feel like he's grieving since the raid of losing their mom, his wife. Um, so he, she said that he wasn't the same. And so she kind of felt guilty that she left to go battle for graduation, and he's in the water trying to catch fish to be able to sell um, because the rates on what they have to pay went up. Um, and the guards had threatened that they were going to basically force Zelly into the stocks, which is basically slave labor, where you work for the king and the and the um, the higher ups. And so he wanted to go get fish because he couldn't pay the taxes. Um, we find out that the mom was beaten to death during the raid. Um, Baba also realized that he lost the boat while trying to fish. Um, Zelly feels bad that she left and all of that happened and starts thinking about her mom. The new dilemma is now, how would they fish because they don't have a boat to go out to sea? So Zelly feels more guilty and she offers to take the sailfish that her dad got to the market to Lagos to sell because she could get more for it. So even though it's dangerous for her to go alone because over there is where there's a lot of there there's a lot more guards and she just have to be aware her her brother decides to go with her. Um they prepare by using a huge creature um with horns called Nyla, which is basically like a lion air. And the first thing that I thought about was the never ending story with that uh that doggy thing. <laughs> 
Did y'all watch that? You're talking about the love mm-hmm. dragon? Yes. That's what I thought about when when they said that. Um, I thought about I with horns. I didn't think about it. I said, okay. <laughs> let me imagine this like some fucking creature flying in the air. So basically, um, it's a creature that's basically she raised and is supposed to protect her, and that's how they get around. And then that was the end of chapter two. Any questions on chapter two? Mm-mm. Okay. Who want to do three? I just know that chapter three um, introduces Princess Amari, and mm-hmm. I guess they were at a dinner. And somebody was was trying to get her to go visit Zarya, but the mother had cut off, had cut her off and said that she couldn't go because she was in her, she was doing something with school or something like that. And that's kind of all I got from chapter three from listening to the audible. Um, I don't know what else happened. Visit Zarya. Yeah, to Zarya, Zara somewhere. so okay so no so in chapter three that's amari she was sitting at the dinner table having lunch with her mom i guess because um she's a princess and her mom's the queen right and um they were having dinner with some more noble people who the girl was i guess engaged to her brother i'm assuming yeah or she really liked him that's what i was getting yeah, and then like the mom was like, "Oh, you need to teach uh, Amari some of your beauty tips because the girl was light skinned And then Amari kind of alluded to the fact that these people are really African, so they was bleaching. Yeah, so colorism that colorism that better than thought. Mm-hmm. And then um, Amari's handmaid was a di- a diviner. Yeah, B- B- Benton. And- yeah, and she was noticing that, you know, Benta wasn't around, like, you know, where my handmaid at. Yeah. And remember that she gave her handmaid a bracelet, like a royal bracelet mm-hmm. to help her family pay for the the higher diviner taxes. Right. She was like, oh, shit, maybe my dad thinks that, you know, she stole this bracelet and that um, he's about to, you know, execute her or whatever yeah so he she excuses herself from the table and goes to look for um benita yeah so she goes into her father's chambers and and kind of stops because she sees that the, the father is like meeting with like his military and stuff like that yeah kia his commander kia yeah that he cheated his wife with yes mm. it's true lover right and that um key is pregnant with his baby but don't nobody <gasps> know oh god so anywho so she's like there kind of like listening to what's going on and come to find out there are artifacts in orisha that activates the powers of the magi that transform so like so like in the beginning like we said like all the magic was like gone like there were no gods Nobody believed in the guys anymore. Like all the magic, poof, pam, disappeared, and that's how the uh, muggles were able to uh, come into power. But they had artifacts that couldn't be destroyed, 
and those artifacts made the Magi's magic reappear. It will be weak, but the magic reappeared. Yeah. So what they did was they took Bonita because they knew she was a diviner and they tested the and they tested the artifact on her to see. came back the daddy killed the boom and then the girl and then uh princess amira was like was like shitting bricks because like this her home girl like this her only friend like he didn't kill her in front of me right so she leaves the guards so she leaves the king's chambers and goes out back into um the hallway and starts throwing up and stuff like that and then she noticed one of the guards comes out and has one of the artifacts with them. And he puts it in um, the General Kia's um, bedroom. Which is the scroll. Um, yeah, the scroll. Mm-hmm. It was a scroll. And then they had like stones and then they took the stones and then like they they threw them out in the ocean and like wrapped it up in chains and like cement bricks and all kinds of stuff like that so nobody could find it. Yeah, the sunstone. Mm-hmm. And so she goes into General Kia's chambers, grabs the scroll, and now we're on to chapter four. She grabs the scroll. All of that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She, she grabs she grabs the scroll and she ta- it takes her dad's cloak. Yes, she takes her dad's cloak. Because that's very important. Um yeah, and that's all that happened in chapter three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so chapter four. Um, I mean, I could do chapter four now. Okay, go ahead. So in chapter four, um, Zella and Tenzi, her brother, uh huh, her, her brother, they go to Lagos because they're trying to make money. So yeah. in in chapter two. The dad confessed that um, he lost a boat, their fishing boat, and they ain't had no money to pay um, the higher diviner taxes. So Zella sees that that they have like a very rare fish that they caught in the freezer, and they're gonna go to log. They, they got in their ice box. They got in the uh, deep freezer because black people love a deep freezer. <laughs> um, they take it to they take it to Lagos and sell it. So as they're on the way to Lagos, um, Tenzi isn't talking to Zella. And she's like trying to figure out like, you know, how can I get my brother to talk to me, this, that, or whatever, whatever, whatever. 
And then they kind of start talking, and he's like, you know, what you did was irresponsible, telling her, like, the shit that she did was fucked up. And she was like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to leave him by herself. But I had to do this and that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so they reached Lagos, and Tenzi was like, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to sell this fish. And so, and Zelly was like, nah, you don't know how to barter like I do. Like, let me go ahead and sell this fish. And he was like, no, 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 I got it, I got it. And she was like, no, like, you can't sell this fish. I'm going to sell the fish. And he was like, well, you know, if we come back with, like, um, 200 coin, because that's what they call money coin. If we come back with 200 coin, we'll be good. And she was like, well, I don't even think he said 200. I think he said maybe, like, 50. Because he was, he was really shooting low. And and Zelly was like, nah, I could come back with two. He said, if you come back with two, I watch I watch Baba for a whole week, and you can do whatever you want to do. She said, all right, bet. So she goes in Lagos, and in the Lagos they have like the slums where all the um all the diviners stay, which is kind of like if you watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, it's the outer wall the outer walls of Ba Sing Se, which is like the poor, like the poorest of the poorest, like they got dirty water, they in rags, everybody barefoot, stuff like that. So when she gets to the gate, she reaches to the guard and she kind of talks to the guard, like swallowing her pride to kind of get in. And then another guard comes up, but he drunk, he drunk as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he really, and he like really like messing with uh, Zelly, and Zelly was like trying to hold her composure from beating his ass with her, with her staff. But... He was harassing her. Yeah, he was harassing her. Well, they always was harassing her because one of the guards. So in the in the first chapter, one of the six, one of the guards. Said, her. But um, so she was just kind of like holding composure, being very polite, swallowing her pride, and they let her. <laughs> So she goes in and she's rushing through. She's like, it's chaotic in Lagos. And she's trying to rush through and try to get to like the marketplace to kind of like sell this fish. So she gets to a good spot where a nobleman was trying to buy um, swordfish. And the people were telling the nobleman, like, you know, swordfish are out of season. And if we do catch swordfish, it goes straight to the palace because the king like, eats swordfish every single Right. And he was like, I'm just, he was like, but I, he was like, whatever the king gets it for, I'll pay double, da da da. And they were like, nah, like we not fucking with the king like that. Like if he asks for swordfish, we are gonna go ahead and we are gonna give this man swordfish because we not finna be roped up in his BS. Right. So Zelly goes and she was like, you want swordfish? Like I got even more rarer fish. The king can't even get, and it's out of season. So you are gonna be eating better than a king tonight if you buy my fish. He's like, where? What you got? So she shows him the the uh, red sailfish, and it has like these beautiful scales and and all this other different little stuff. And then she was like, "You see how pretty this fish look? It tastes even better than it looks." Mm-hmm. I give mm-hmm. you, she was like, "I give you fifty silver coins for it." She said, "Nah, you got to do better than that." Five hundred. He said, "All right, I give you uh no." He said, "All right, I give you three. She's, and she was like, three? She was like, bitch, all right. And then she thought about it, and she was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to try to get more. So she started wrapping the fish up. And he said, what you doing? She was like, see, you can't, you, she was like, you still can't afford this fish. Like, <laughs> like, the, like the king's still going to eat better than you tonight because you can't afford what I got. Right. He was like, all right, my final, he was like, my final offer, 500 silver 
porn. You say, bitch, what? So she go ahead and boom, giving the fish for the 500 civil. And then once she sold the fish for the 500 civil coin, she's making her way back out of Lagos to go meet her brother, her brother. so they can uh, get the fuck out of Dodge. And then Make my way downtown. Right. She walked up. And the whole point of her wanting to get more money is because she wanted to be able to replace the boat and pay at least a year of the diviner taxes so ain't nobody got to worry about shit. Because exactly. she already felt like shit. Um, but um, all of a sudden, the uh, troop guards, they bursted into like the market. And the princess, I think it's the princess. They didn't say it's the princess. I think it's the princess. Yes, and you know why? Because they were the the girl was wearing a cloak, and mm-hmm. so this girl um, runs and she grabs Zelly's wrist, and she asks Zelly to help her escape. And so um, chapter five starts, and Zelly basically is like, "Oh, I'm not trying to do that right now because she's trying to stay focused because she feel like I'm always messing up, like I'm always about to do something the right way, and then." something happens and I make the wrong decision. So she's trying not to get in trouble, but Zelly thought about what she was trained to do and how she she wants she wants to help. So she wants to help defend this this girl and, and protect her type shit. So mm. Zelly leaves um with the girl and they were stopped at the gate by guards and Zelly basically knocks one of them out. And they um had to go by some uh, troops and they were getting away and then the girl falls and she trips. And so Zelly slipped through the gate and then she felt bad and she started thinking about her mom and then she went back to get the girl. And then all of a sudden, uh, Tazane, her brother, and the lying creature fly over and then the two of them hop on. And then Zelly locks eyes with the king's son Enan, and then she feels like this electric shock that goes through her body, and then it stops. I didn't read six, so I don't know what happens in six. We were supposed to stop stop. after reading five, so that's what happened. I don't know, (laughs) y'all. It's really a good book. I'm confused that it really is a good book, but like you said, I probably have to like read, read, yeah, and not have to be distracted because I was in the car cursing at people during traffic. (laughs) Yeah, everything if you do that, if you like, this is the thing: if you listen to the audible, you need to sit down like you're watching a movie. Yeah, and not touch your phone at all. Yeah. So it's either you do that. Or you just read the actual book? Because when I was reading, I had to read when the girls were gone, when their house Mm -hmm. was super, and I could focus on what character this is, how are they related to somebody else in the book, and what the the hell is going on. That's the only way. So, so far, what do do y'all think about the book? I fuck with it. Me too, and I feel like if she really get this shit to become a movie, it's gonna be very entertaining. Oh my god, it's over. Right, because she didn't even like slow walk us at the beginning. We just already in shit. Yeah. So it, it already started with the bullshit. Yeah. 
So I think it's pretty good. I think it'll be very entertaining. It's one of those books where you want to know what's going to happen next or uh, who did what or if this person is alive type shit as you read. Mm-hmm. I was just worried about the book being so many pages and it just being dry and boring. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's dry and boring. I'm going to play this message. Girl, I ain't seen that movie in forever, probably since the 80s. That big old white looking dog that's flying. Did he die or something? Because for some reason, I remember crying during that movie. I don't know what happened. Listen, I definitely cried. Did he die in the second one? I don't know if he died in the second one, but I know he didn't die in the first one. No, he didn't die in the first one. I don't. I can't remember the second one that well to say what happened. But yes, that movie was embedded in my heart. The second one wasn't that great. No, the first one go hard. Yeah. And then Drew calls Gizmo the Never Ever Story Dog, and then I said that's not a dog. I said. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I like it. Oh my god. Um. All right. So the next time we'll record is the twentieth, and from now to the twentieth, you want to get through chapter six through ten, and that will be episode three. And if you want to grab the book, it's called The Children of Blood and Bone, um, and we'll record on here live at eight p.m. Usually we record at eight, but. I'm working a late shift this week, so we started a little bit later. But yeah, that's the book that we're reading. Again, we should be done by July if everything's on track. If not, maybe earlier, maybe later. I don't know. But so far, so good. That's what happened. It's one of those books where you got to write down what's going on or you must have like the greatest fucking memory on earth. But that's it. Um, it's Tuesday and I feel like it should be Thursday because I'm tired. Okay. For real. I'm exhausted already. Tomorrow uh, should be Saturday. <laughs> We're having guests this weekend. I don't want guests. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What you Hey, Kobe. Hey, Kobe. Kobe t- not Kobe trying to whisper. A horrible whisper. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to bake this chicken so my kids could go to sleep. I was say y'all eating late. Yes, I know. But, but you get off late, so that makes sense. I meant to season the chicken earlier, but I forgot. But the rice is done. Come on, rice. Just waiting on this meat. But um, what else is going? What she say? That's what she said. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Uh, Speaking both of, of the Drakes. What she say? Huh? Did y'all see Drakes? Um, so Drake posted a a wanger danger on the internet. And he has the men. Is that why he's trending? Yes, he, he has he has the men who claim they are straight going over the top about him posting his wing, sir. That was not for you. And if you like it, say that. But stop. 
Stop having something to say about this man posting his stuff. He did that on purpose. And you know what I feel like? I, I feel like if there's any celebrity that's like in the main topic of conversation and Drake doesn't have anything to add to being at the top of what everybody's talking about, he does something stupid. He's like a um attention whore. Everybody likes to likes to look at a nice penis. Um if I can have it, yes. But if I if it's not in reach and I can't call you up and be like, deliver that, I don't want to see it. I don't care. No, what I'm saying is it, 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 not like in that kind of a sense. What I'm saying is everybody likes looking at a nice penis because don't nobody want to watch porn and you looking at small, ugly dicks. I sure don't because I do not watch it for that. Okay. That is not. Mm-mm. But ain't nobody who's checking for him like that, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. I ain't trying to see that. Is it because he likes man? Move along. I do not want to see that. That. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> there's so many people talking about the sound effects of it. I said, shut up. Um, what else is going on? Ain't nothing else going on. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for spring to spring summer. I've seen everything that Winter had to offer this year, and I am not impressed. Um, I also feel sorry for all the California people because California is turning into an island. Um, if you thought you were safe, <laughs> clearly you're not. So there's yeah. that. What's, what's going on in California? Girl, it's flooding everywhere. Oh, I've been so tuned out from the world. Girl, they got water everywhere. And you know they kind of flat like Florida. I mean, they have mountains, but ain't nobody on them but rich people. Um, but yeah. But that's the thing. California is still above sea level, though. Florida's not. Yeah. What'd you say? Can I tell your sister? She doesn't have a name. Anya, what's the problem? No, she, um, I'm not trying to take all of She uh, keeps doing this and tries to take all the biscuits when I'm telling her, um. Please help. <laughs> That's what girls do. Can you, Aya, can you put my blanket for my sofa on that yellow chair and not touch it? Thanks. So now nobody has the blanket. Uh, no. Just sit down and stop stretching out on the chair. Why y'all so petty? Because they're girls. Oh my God. You know you can't see the TV from the beanbag. Yes, I can. Oh my God. That's it. Um, I ain't got nothing else to say. I just want drugs and food. Mm, drugs sound nice. Drugs. I feel like that's the only way I get through adulting. I just drug myself. <laughs> I feel like that's the method. I'm not a drinker. I'm not a smoker. I don't have any like 
habits I cannot afford, but when it comes to something in this house, it's going to make me feel good. It's just me and you. Me and you. Um, but yeah, I'm with uh, I am excited about our trip coming up. Yeah, me too. It's in, it's in a perfect month too because that's when I'm supposed to get my bonus. I think oh. that's when supposed to get ours. That's a perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my um my Amex miles to fly too. Mm-hmm. We, we get points on that. Yeah, get some stop miles. I can tell her stop the egg so it doesn't fall in, but she keeps doing. Put the remote on the table. Boy, if I told you, if I had two children, I would just suicide. Girl. Stop. But um, this is another episode of So What Page Beyond B. You touch that remote more and time to turn it off. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm adulting, and um, I hope you guys have a great two weeks. Uh, we'll be back here again at 8 p.m. Read your books or listen to your books. Um, or read again if you need to. Yeah, if you can't get into this book, get into a book because outside is ghetto and ain't shit on TV for real. Did y'all watch Mr. and Mrs. Um, what you call it? Mr. Mr. Mrs. No, because I ain't feel like watching it. It was okay. I don't see what the excitement is about. No way, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. A new yeah, one came they, out? They, they, they did a remake. Oh, I I never seen the first one. I'm tired of the remakes. That's why I didn't watch it. No, I never seen the first one. Nobody is looking for Donald Glover to protect them. Let's be for real. Yeah, nobody's checking for him like that. <laughs> he need to figure out how he can help protect his barber from his hairline. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Because I'm just like, sir, what's going on with this? But yeah, I hope you just stick to the mu- the uh, music. Um, what you call it is coming back. Game of Thrones is coming back in the summer. Yeah. Um, there's this new uh horror movie called Long Legs, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell that's about. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Um, ain't nothing else exciting happening on TV. Oh, yeah. I am watching um, True Detective uh, season four. It's very interesting. I feel we're like you would like it, Casey. Huh? We're watching Griselda. Is it good? Oh, Somebody I saw that. Good I saw that. It is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might start it. I'm still watching This Is Us. Oh, my God. <laughs> still watching it. It's long as, it's long as hell. It is long as shit. But I said that I was going to watch um, Griselda after. It's good. And I have a paper to write this weekend. I don't feel like writing it. Oh, God. Mm. I just hope Ari on her project today. 
I might skip it. <laughs> How much does it count? It's like worth a hundred points. You better do mm. that shit. Well, I'll do it. I ain't gotta make an A on it. I just gotta do it. Oh. I just need to pass the class. Like I ain't trying to worry about getting like no A, no B. Like I ain't worried about this shit. I just need to pass that's, this motherfucker. That's how I was in college for two years. Two years, I'm just like, yes, I love it here. And in the last two years, I'm like, this is some bullshit. What I gotta do to pass? Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm sitting over here like questioning my life decisions. Like, okay, so why did you do this shit? And I'm like, it's a goal. It's a personal goal that you wanted to achieve. Yeah. Mm. You could do it. I know. You could do it. Um, Hang in there. Yeah. Somebody on me and my coochie that I don't know their name this month. Oh. <sighs> Sucks being a woman. <laughs> I'm about to say, so you going to a new doctor? Yes, and I don't know her <laughs> name. She's just about to be mm. all up in there having conversation. But um, yeah. they don't warm y'all up first. Like y'all don't sit down and like have like an initial like meeting no, in the next, like a conversation. No, they be like, put your put your legs here. Uh, so tell me, so tell me about your diet, bitch. Who are you? <laughs> Oh my God. I haven't seen my OBGYN in three years since. Girl, that's that post traumatic. You, you need some time. You just, you just yeah, had like, a I don't want to see you. Like I'm not coming yeah. to see you. Like I'm, I'm not coming to see you. Like yeah. no, like I just saw her last month in three years. Mm. Personally, I would rather have a man in my crotch than a woman doctor, but. I'm just like, girl, whatever. Let's get this over with. I've heard a lot of women say that. They prefer male gynecologists <laughs> versus women. Because women feel like, I got a vagina. Let me tell you what you're feeling. I feel like. That's what I. That's the vibe I get from women doctors. I'm just like, sis, because you got a kitty. Don't mean my fat cat and your fat cat. The same. <laughs> Her cat might be on a diet, so it might not be Okay. <laughs> okay. Mine is a little different. I'm a little different. I need a little different things, but it's all that's going on. Oh, I said, y'all go through a lot. Y'all got to treat that shit like a pet. You got to... I'm ready to give this vagina up. <laughs> like, sew it up? No, like, donate it. Who want to do the trick? So you don't want to donate your vagina. You want to donate what, your uterus? I already, I already tried that. No. I'm, I'm ready to do a trade. <clears throat> I would sell my uterus for, for somebody who paying. Listen, I would sell it. All all the men out here trying to be women, trying to get them vagina lips. I got two for sale. Eggs and everything. Okay. okay. Get them while it's hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Contrary to popular belief, a lot of trans women don't want. Uh, <clears throat> If that's too much woman for them? Yeah, they like that wee wee. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, if I had, so like, if, I'm, if I think about it as a guy, I like my, I like my parts, right? Yeah. And if I was to be a woman experiencing having male body parts, I would probably want to be a woman with male body parts because it's, I don't have to go through all that. 
And that's what I don't like. Like, nah. Take all of it. Take all of it. Mm-mm-mm. But like in my next life, if I come back as a woman and I remember being a man, I'll be like, mm, that's like that. I swear to you, if the Lord bring me back here, sir, just give me a wing. Give me a wing. I could be a fuck. I don't even want to come back here. <laughs> Maybe you might come back, but on a different planet. Just, just don't, don't let me come back to this bullshit. Whatever you call this, the ghetto. I, I don't know what it is, but it's not a good place to be. The slums, the boxing thing. <laughs> Well, y'all, enjoy y'all night. Thank y'all for uh, listening to us babble about a book y'all know nothing about. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, like I said, we'll be here in two weeks. All right, thank you for listening to what page on bitch. Good night. Thanks and a lot. Don't forget that you can read this book on Audible if you can't follow along in the physical book, or you could get the physical book and join us. It is a book that you would have to take notes as you read, or use your big brain and remember everything. But we will see you again in two weeks. And we will record 8 p.m. Eastern on Stereo app on the 20th. Bye!